Hello? Hello. Hours. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, 12.07. We're, we're, we're close. We're close. This is Office Hours 27. Uh, I get this right out the gate. Let's get those those fingers up before we get on. Ah, this is harder. And like, do I just look like that? There we go. <laughs> okay. Three Musketeers here today. Lauren, we wish you well, wherever you are. Um, we knew that he was gone, apparently. I, I didn't know that, but I, I knew. Tim, Tim is recovering. Um, he is a, a good man. And uh, also, I think, hacking away at a couple things here now. So I'm uh, honored to be with you two. Um, let's uh, let's uh, jump right into this. I guess start with an intro. Tyler Bride, um, founder of SpeakAI. Love language. Uh, uh, love music, media, audio, hip-hop. Doing a delicate balance right now between sales, products, customer success, fundraising, and just life. And I enjoy that all uh, very much. It's all a lot though too. So uh, <laughs> glad to have some great people around me uh, going through that process with us. And uh, I'll let them uh, introduce themselves uh, as well too. Hey, Michal, uh, digital strategist here at BKI. Uh, do everything from working on the website to helping out with different types of writing. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm almost like the, some, some companies have a yes, man. I feel like I'm almost like the no man. So that, that's like my that. role. The no man. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Beautiful. Basil. All right. Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Watsal and I'm CTO at SpeakAI. Uh, my main role here is a lot, <laughs> starting from uh, building the product, uh, uh, making sure it is aligned with the, the customer goal and also the problem solving. Uh, also started a, uh, a few reach out to the customer and see how does that go. So that is very exciting. And uh, also a lot of things around machine learning, AI voice technology, and uh, it's a very exciting moment to work on uh, this, this technology. That's all. I think last time we were meaning to get to it, but we're talking about I was actually just typing this as, as one of the talk, topics, but uh, about this customer outreach. Um, I don't think we got, we don't got, we got, we got too many things to talk and, uh, and we didn't quite get to it last uh, week. So I, you know, do you want to spend some time, um, maybe just some insights from the outreach, anything that you're thinking on, on, on that? Because we've all sort of been working uh, with that, uh, all three of us here together to sort of uh, take this on. It's a very exciting thing because uh what we have is sort of an onboarding process we put and we, we captured a, a three questions right now is like, what is their role? Uh, is like, what, what is the goal to wh why they want to use the speak? And, and it's like, uh, what is their background? So these three questions help. And when we, when we receive those emails that someone joined the speak AI, I try to, I try to filter out based on the role they provide or the industry they are coming from or the goals. And if I see that this is the worthwhile to reach out them personally, I started at last to last week and uh, probably sent around 10 to 15 people. And, and it was like around 50% people uh, uh, replied back and, and also the uh, continuous conversation based on what they, what they responded. And a couple of things from the one user, uh, they wants to use the embeddable recorder and uh, uh, we have amazing team of uh, five people doing everything from testing to building, to selling, to marketing, to fundraising. Uh, we, we definitely missed a couple of places where the testing doesn't go thoroughly. 
So when they were trying to record on the embeddable recorder, the camera wasn't switching properly. So they cannot record, uh, they only can record the front facing. So that was the issue we also filtered out while uh, you know contacting these users. And also another customer had like 480 hours of video uh, content already uh, uh, in his hard drive. And they wanted to rec they, they wanted to analyze and search the moment. So the overall goal is to why they are on the platform, what are they doing, and what are they coming from, and why they want to use the PKI. And uh, uh, try to go to the basics now is like okay, the product is cool, it's super crazy, it's working, it's amazing. Uh, but why why are you here? What are you doing here? And it's like how how basically the goal is how can we help you to achieve your so pro problems or, or basically provide the solution in a better way. So these are the insights I, I got and it's like still trying to reach out more. We definitely will talk more about what is the pipeline we are trying to create, what are the learning lessons we, we have and it's like, what, what are the next steps? That's all, heard of that. Neil, anything that you're thinking here, uh, any color that you'd like to add uh, to what Vatsal's saying? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just a, maybe a mindset shift, even as a company and uh, as product builders, where, you know, I, I think we're now past the point where uh, we, can, we can just try to go after one channel or, you know, maybe in the past we haven't done as good of a job at, uh, reaching out to customers, following up with customers, kind of understanding the reasons for why customers either signed up. Uh, like, obviously we have the onboarding form, but um, maybe we didn't take uh, the time to actually dive deeper into their use cases. And, you know, maybe we've missed some insights in the past, but, you know, the next best time to start is now. Uh, and I think it's great because now this enables us to identify customer use cases as well as, uh, you know, if a customer were to churn, um, having a channel in place where, you know, we still care about their end results and what they were trying to achieve. And, you know, for, for us as product builders um, and as a company, if we weren't able to satisfy that need, uh, it, it's very useful for us to understand why uh, we didn't satisfy that need, even just for our, our understanding, right? Like, is it the fact that their use case just didn't fit? Or is what we built that was supposed to serve that use case just not um, quite where they need it to be, essentially? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely echo that because the one thing I learned is yes, you build the product, you build the solution. But when it goes, comes to the problem, are you solving today's problem or tomorrow's problem? That was very interesting. Is like, okay, if if you are, if you are, if we if you build the product, working product, everything is great. You have a great team, great tech. But if you are solving tomorrow's problem, no one is gonna buy today. And if if that that says that tomorrow never comes for everyone, so it's always felt like a gap between getting the more customers or that solution we are trying a problem we are trying to solve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, this has been a theme that we've talked about before, but still one of the default jobs to be done for people who sign up for the platform you often see is just transcribe. And then one of the feedbacks that we got yesterday was like, too many bells and whistles on uh, 
on this. You know, these insights are interesting, but I just need, you know, SRTs or, you know what I mean? Whatever that uh, sort of, uh, you know, through thing of today is. Uh, and then, you know, some people don't even want to think about the, uh, you know, the, the thing that's coming next or what they can do with this data. They just need to get the original task um, done. And, you know, from my perspective, one of the things I'm really trying to figure out and that, you know, we've talked a bit about is just this sort of semi-structured onboarding form that comes in where we've given the ability to obviously like we've got job title and, uh, but the, the one that we do ask in a referral source, like, where'd you find us from? And it's generally always Google. Uh, we do have enough, like at one point there was no sample set. There was no data. There was no one signing up. And so that was hard. <laughs> now, uh, you know, say we have average of four people signing up uh, a day, three of them generally coming from organic search. The question we ask is what is the main goal that you're trying to accomplish? And is, you know, are we, are we phrasing that right? Are we framing that right? Is that the right question to ask? And, uh, and then also by giving this sort of text area response, are we getting, are we getting meaningful information from them? Are we diluting sort of, um, you know, the information that we're getting uh, versus like this open-ended response versus like a, a drop down of like, what is the, what is the problem you're trying to solve or what is the main goal you're trying to achieve? And I, I think for me, what really sticks out is this idea. They talked about it in that video where that's what you're sort of referencing yesterday from the uh, former Intuit executive and now the Intercom executive is yes. like, what's a, you know, what, when are you giving a, a vitamin versus a painkiller? And, uh, you know, it's interesting to talk about goals, you know, goals that you're trying to achieve. Everyone has goals. And of course, part of the, you know, not achieving a goal is a problem, but, you know, maybe we need to dig deeper down into specifically what is that problem? And one of the questions or one of the things that emerged for us this week, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, is just like, what is the burning day-to-day -day pain that you're actually solving? What is the, the, a problem that happens every single day for these people that, um, is painful, is unsolvable through other platforms, or at least not seeming to be solved through other platforms that needs to be addressed. And the quicker we you know, identify that, the better we're gonna be able to respond, build our product, have empathy for our users, and then um, even you know communicate messaging and how we reach out to people originally. Yeah, and it was like, just looking at this month about uh, the total number of sign up we see and it's like, why, I was also interested to reach out them personally is like, there is like 50 users sign up per week, which is like 215 user so far sign up in July month. And if you do per day, which is around seven user signed up per day. So it's like, these are the good leads, even though out of let's say 215, even there are 15 good leads, it is still good to have that conversion uh, in the paid subscriptions like, or maybe just figure out the question is why and uh, how we can help. So that that is very exciting part. Hard when you get uh, like a, an, um, an unknown, uh, I guess, alien, or, or uh, you know, you get some people signing up for, you know, it's also, I guess, just to share about some of the way that we've done this is like before you'd sign up for the platform and you would, right away you'd see this form before you even got into the platform. And the way that this shift has happened is we have, you know, an, a better onboarding form, which I think onboarding experience, which I believe, I mean, obviously there's statistical data proving this, but I also just think a feeling is like that the onboarding experience has made a better 
it's converted better and it's given people a better experience and it seems like there's more traction within the application and and but um you would like go see the form right away and i feel like we would turn a lot of people off because they would just see this form now you sort of get committed into the product you start uploading and then we ask we reduce the amount of questions we ask and and it gets submitted and uh you know i guess it's just trying to give people you know like people are, are i guess used to be you know people just trying to extract data uh from them we're generally like really trying to help like i we want to know this because we want to make the product better and we want to improve um so i guess trying to find the balance of who are the you know qualified leads or um you know the, the valuable people are signing up because everyone who signs up is valuable even if they you know don't end up using the platform it's important to know why why if we have you know 250 people sign up why do, you know, um, you know, 50, why do a hundred, why do whatever, um, not, why do some not onboard? Why, why do some not, um, uh, use the media in the free trial? Why do some not sign up at the end of it? This is this bucket or this funnel that we're trying to figure out. And also then identify the patterns of the use cases that are most valuable and where people truly find, you know, value in the platform. Yep. Makes sense. And it's like, just, I'm just looking more statistics after that. And it's like, uh, there are 215 user on board uh, in this month, but at the same time, uh, we analyze like 200 hours of media this month. So that is the highest number of, you know, audio or video analyzed in a month, which is like 200 hours uh, compared to last month, which was like around 100, 100 and, two or three hours something so that's pretty yeah over i mean overall like uh we've had a clean or you know again traffic and signups and revenue and all these things like we had i would say our best month to date um, objectively uh it's weird when like objective measures sometimes don't matter like you know there's these milestones that you think you're going to hit in your life or you know, you have a, a positive net earnings month and you're like, you, you think that would make you so excited, but it's just like, you could, it just continues. You just want to continue to refine. Like there's no, it's there's no, no <laughs> like no, who cares? Always, it's, like, it's like 1,000 user, 10,000 user, 100K, yeah. 1 million. <laughs> like, it's like, this one person said they didn't like the platform. That's all I can fixate on. <laughs> it's like that, uh, it's, uh, I mean, obviously you can't look at it that way and you have to celebrate the wins that you have. And like, it's amazing yeah. to see, you know, these growth and stuff. And, you know, even, you know, the month's not quite done yet, but some of this data is, you know, biased because of some certain teams and stuff using the platform, but the amount of daily active users has gone up massively. Um, like the average time in the application each day has gone up. And so, you know, we talk about one of the, I think it was the same video that we were watching there, that's over like a lot of times when you're, you're short-term focused on revenue, then you're not actually focused on like the activation yeah. and retention part, which is where you actually create true, true value in the end. Yeah. So you have sort of this short-sighted focus that doesn't necessarily contribute to you making the immense value that you want to as a company. And so for us, it's also identifying this idea of product market fit or problem solution fit or, or that, that value part. And when you see people that are logging in every single day and using the application for 25, 30 minutes, hour plus, then you're creating true value. And so it's starting to figure out too, where does those use cases come from? And then how can we replicate that over and over again? Um, hopefully, ideally with a market that's big enough and a problem that's large enough that enough people have. Yep. Thank you.
anything else on this? Um, I guess just quickly, a couple of things on that is like, where are the trigger points? And this, you know, we're talking about this, but this is like for any companies that's doing SaaS uh, or trying to build this business, which is like, you know, message someone when they first sign up. Um, if they don't complete onboarding, another place where there's a really good time to message and just figure out why. And then also, you know, if they don't activate or they don't use the trial or they, they don't subscribe after you do a free trial, another place just to see if you can figure out why, you know, why, why is that? What can we learn from this? And, uh, you know, how can, how can you help? Or, you know, maybe your solution didn't fit or their problem didn't fit. Is there any other guidance you can give? Because again, it's not just about us winning. It's about someone gave us a chance. They're trying to solve a problem and how can we help them solve that problem the, the best way we can. So, yeah. Anything yeah, else here? We redefined, we refined, we had a call yesterday uh, talking about even which is connected to the onboarding and, and, the, and the user part. So it's like we had a call yesterday about seeing that how are we doing with this onboarding emails? How does that affect? What are the steps? What's working? What is not working? Where is the drop off? That just to understand where is the disconnection between us and the customer or is like the product and the customers like, or maybe the product and the problem. So it's like, what are those differentiations and it's like how we can, how we can try to be a closer and it's like working on the products like mostly three, almost gonna be a three years now. It's like, it's pretty good to now, I'm, I'm pretty good at refining who, who, let's say when we receive the onboarding emails, I'm pretty good at refining what is the good lead or where, where should I send it, should I send an email to them or not? So at least that helps us like seeing that gaps that might be with which at some point <laughs> closing that gap. So. Nihal, any last things before we move on to a different, uh, different topic here? Uh, I mean, I think some of the things mentioned here will probably tie into other topics, so we can probably move on. Want to go ahead with uh, yeah. something you want to talk about? Let's go. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Um, uh, let, me, let me pull this up. So, so I guess this this is a tough question, but it's it's a question that. I think we've had to face more and more lately um, is, you know, how, how do you determine what exactly makes your product valuable and how do we articulate that? Whether that's to customers, whether that's to ourselves or whether that's to investors, right? Uh, where obviously I, I feel like the customer value can be pretty clear. You know, someone signs up and signs up for a plan and there's an indication that there's some value exchange there. Um, for us as a team, you know, it, it's, it's your baby. So obviously there's inherent value in that, but then taking, you know, like a deeper look and like seeing, you know, and I think for instance, with some of the tracking and, um, feature tracking we've done as well, it's, it's helping us kind of see what is useful and what's not. Um, and then the final point there is, you know, when you are looking to, let's say, raise, and you are speaking with investors, you are speaking with interesting people who want to understand why they should put money behind your product. Um, how do we articulate that in a way that not only stays kind of true to our mission vision, but also, you know, get, leaves them confident that we can make the money, right? Or we can solve 
to your points earlier about, you know, a day-to-day -day burning pain. Um, and we can do that constantly, uh, reliably, and, uh, you know, get people to stick with us, basically. Uh, so how do we determine what that value is and how do we articulate that to, you know, whoever, whoever that might be? That one, I think we'll just uh, shut this off. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I think one of the sort of topics that I had, you know, talked about or had like written down here, which is sort of also, yeah, this, um, you know, parallel journey that you're doing for both investors and then also for customers. And, uh, you know, customers are above all the most important thing, you know, like that's, that's what you care about. And those are the people that you're working with every day and the problems that you want to solve and where you're creating value. And one of the things that learned and noticed is so like, uh, that's why I don't think we're part of this conversation with Neil and I were having was like, you know, why, why, how can we articulate this better? And one of the things we talked about was just like, okay, we've got these four pillars, capture, analyze, share, improve. And, you know, that makes so much sense to us because it's like the pipeline that you have to go through to produce the value. And for some people, the value part is actually at the capture. They need the embeddable recorder. Um, you know, they need to uh, use Zapier or something to hook it in. Basically, the embeddable recorder is the biggest driver. Some people, it's the just the analyze part. And within that is the transcription. Some of them to share. They need to share it as a public asset or, you know, public media library. And then the improved part, I think, is still something that we're constantly working on. But like, what insights can you gather from it? How can you repurpose this information? How can you learn from it? How can you structure it? And I get while well, at the end of the conversation, maybe an investor or someone who's trying to take this first sort of crack at understanding or comprehending what we're doing. It's like, that seems like a lot, you know, like that. That's like, when I say that, even just what I walk through, I'm like, that is a lot. And there's, you know, multiple solutions or multiple use cases within each one of those sectors. And so it's like, truly, how do you even look through that, through that pipeline and actually process and then define the goal or the outcome or the problem that is, is there. And then how does that problem relate to a day-to-day -day burning pain or need um that's a question i didn't i'm not going to answer that question for you that's that's <laughs> but that's how i'm seeing it synthesized one thing that still sticks out to me you know and it's not elaborated on that much is this idea of like the find like the finding like the finding the gold part you know i really do like no matter what you're doing in analytics no matter what you're doing in capturing or insights like people are then trying to find or searching through or they're creating a, you know, for example, creating a document or the Word doc report or the PDF. And at the end, it's like, they're on a search for the information that matters. And that's the story and the work that you also try to tell with data visualization. And that's also the attempt that we're taking every single time we run, run the transcription and analysis that's doing is what we're hopefully getting closer and closer to every time is saying, okay, here's a three hour video or audio. Here's the five minutes of that, that were the most crucial for you to, to know and then be able to report or synthesize or share with someone else. And, uh, you know, that sort of metaphor of finding gold and finally having the tools to be able to do that when there's more and more media and information being created every day, it seems to, it's sticking with me. And I guess it's more about elaborating it. And even in our problem slide and our solution slide, it's sort of like three points, but how can we distill that down to one? When you look at very successful slide decks, as an example, more talking to a fundraiser, it's like, uh, to an investor, it's like usually one, one sentence and maybe one image or one icon. So like, if we were to relook at our slide deck and say, okay, 
there's three points here. Which one truly matters? We need to remove the other one. At least we, we know that that's important, but how can we remove that for the sake of the story or for the simplification of the mental model that an investor is looking at the platform so it doesn't have these layers of complexity? And generally, again, the idea here has been, in the end, people want to, we want people to hop on a call with us, meet the team, learn more, show how passionate we are, how talented we are, how technically proficient we are, and how much we know about this space. So that's the path that we need to take and not the sort of previous approach possibly of like overloading with information, which is sort of a natural habit of both of us, Vatsal, you and I, because we're, you know, we can look at it from a technology standpoint. Yes. So, yeah. And I think so. And I, to, to answer also on Michal's point and continue your point, Tyler, is like, okay, are we talking about the solution? Or are we talking about the problem? So it's like, okay, let's say, let's say this four pillar, but where, where does that problem stays? So is that what users are asking for or is that what we are creating for? So is that the creation or about, or is that about creation part or less solution or the problem? So how we can change our mindset from going through that behavior of now talking about more problems, then this is the four, pillars or, I mean, this is our own biases. It's it's again with the analogy with the parents and their baby is like the parents always think that because they are good in the swimming or, or some other sport, they're also maybe is going, needs to be good in that, but they might have other talent or anyway, this, the point is the product doesn't mean that what as a, as, as a, you know, early stage employees or, or founders is like, what problems are you trying to solve by providing that solution, not problems you're solving by, you know, giving them the solution. So that's the thing is going in our mind is like, how do we change the language by saying that this is the problem and that's why these are the four pillars, not these are the four pillars and that's why this is the problem. So it's, it's just a battle in, in your own, uh, own mind. <laughs> and it's like trying to figure out uh, what works and what not. So. Yeah, the no man. Uh, <laughs> I guess well, I, I mean you see at Vatsal and I sort of reeling, you know, reeling with this sometimes. And I think you know, from us, it's like the system that we're trying to build in my in my own way solves a lot of different problems, you know. And maybe that's not good enough, you know what I mean? Maybe that's 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 the problem here. That yeah. does solve the problem, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't solve at the scale maybe you yeah. know that solve for yeah. five ten people or that's a hundreds of people but that doesn't solve for hundreds and hundreds of people and when the investors are looking from the scale they want to see that are you solving for 10 people 100 people a couple thousand people or hundreds and hundreds of people and it's like where is that market where is the use case who's going to use this product and i think so that's where we need to hit those in that direction it's like this is like how we can get closer to that um, so I think there's three, let's, let's call them three items. Um, so one is, you know, to, to your point about building a product for a lot of people, but maybe a lot of people in kind of these separate pockets, right? So it, it's, you're never truly able to master for lack of a better word like master one set of problems right so 
we take a look at let's say a lot of the uh, recent unicorns or just recent apps that have like blown up um, recent products that have I guess like gained a lot of uh, traction in terms of uh, brand awareness people using them almost every single one of them uh, is solving one problem like they, they might have different ways of kind of solving that end problem but it's at its core, all they're focused on is doing one thing, right? So if you take a look at something like, I know, I know we draw, but let's say you take a look at something like Otter, where they chose to literally go after voice notes, voice meetings, and that's it, <laughs> right? They, 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 I mean, at least to date, right? There, there's no focus on advanced analytics no real focus on like advanced export options no real focus on advanced team management or like bulk transcription like all they focused on was you need to transcribe your audio we let you transcribe your audio but we do it better than anyone else out there right so sure it's not a you know pay a hundred dollars a month type of product but they've basically gotten millions of people to pay for it at nine dollars a month which different business model but it, it kind of ends up in the same place uh you take a look at something like copy ai where at its core it's a wrapper right it's 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 literally a product that has a, a engine that's not even theirs and they just built a nice wrapper for it but they built it around one very specific vision, right? You are a copywriter or you're a business owner that needs to write copy. And here's an easy way to basically just churn out as much copy as possible. So once again, their product might not be a replacement, but it's good enough at doing that one thing really well consistently that it keeps bringing people back to them. Um, and, and I mean, obviously they've done a great job with their kind of personal branding and like, uh, you know, community engagement and all that good stuff. Uh, the second one, you know, going back to kind of the four pillars and uh, I liked what that's said about, you know, kind of flipping the way we maybe view it, right? Where we tried to talk about the four pillars and then, and here's the eureka moment after the four pillars when all we should really be focused on I guess getting across is this is the end result you can expect uh and you know the top three benefits when you use our system and these four things are the underlying systems that let different groups of people get there um and i guess the third point is just more uh focused focused well pmf and who that PMF is with, and if they're a valuable enough client, like customer group or client group, right? Where I think we've seen, especially recently, we've seen a bit of traction in specific markets and specific types of users that end up becoming speak power users, for lack of a better word. And, you know, I, I think in a way, yes, we still want to kind of bring different people in so we can identify the different use cases but i almost feel like if we've found if we found traction uh in one set of customers uh it's it's almost super beneficial for us to 
I mean, once again, assuming it's validated to just go hard after this group of customers. Cause uh, if, you know, this is a group of customers paying us, let's say you know, 5k a year. Right. Um, and we know that we can pitch them cause we've built out this pipeline for customers like them. And so if we can get, you know, 10, 10 of those, that's, that's a pretty significant bump to our kind of recurring revenue model that, you know, and, and because of the kind of work we do uh, and the kinds of work some of these clients do, once they're on our system and they've used us for, let's say, three, four, five months, the odds of them leaving drop quite a bit because now they've invested, you know, let's say thousands of hours of media into our platform. Um, why would they leave at that point? Right. Um, so those are kind of three things I can think of top of mind, but you know, the overarching thing is just to me, once again, is just focusing down on, you know, focusing down and basically becoming super, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way of saying it, <laughs> like j just super involved in our customers in our target audience's uh, life and problems and goals. So, you know, uh, that way, even if we have all this noise that comes in from, you know, these different opportunities, um, we have one kind of true North Star where we have, we know that these are the people we're going to solve for. We go hard after them. We basically become masters of solving problems in that domain. And then you know, once we've kind of maxed out maybe our market share in that area, then we can kind of start looking at other other groups as well. Um, that's that's kind of how I see it, just from both a capacity well, from a capacity standpoint, from a messaging standpoint, and uh, just overall trimming down our messaging uh, or trimming down what our company is about, uh, which. Is an ongoing process. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I was just thinking while we are talking about different points, is like, okay, we got these four pillars, and what we see that also the direction from different market, not that crazy markets like two or three market, but still, we see the the questions about the use cases, and it's like, why does someone use PKI, and uh, is like, let's say, yes, okay. We want to do the setting and improving, but let's say if we just focus on capturing and analyzing and get those numbers and the tractions and the user numbers like our activation about like, you know, 10,000 people are on the speak who just using for the capture and analyzing and the request arise that, okay, I want to share publicly, I want to share on blah, blah, X, Y, Z, which we already know that problem gonna occur. But is that the tomorrow's problem or is that today's problem? Let's say today's problem is about Tara. We see that about capturing why the embeddable record is the first page on the Google. Why, why does that tracking and why do we have the traction? Is like people are today's problems, people are having a problem to capture the nice audio or video, even though there are so many tools available like Zoom or Twilio or many other things, but still people have those problems. Otherwise, why would we? on the first on the Google that could be the Zoom or Twilio or any other tools available in the market. So if, if we let's say focus on capture and analyzing and it's like we, no one can beat us in, in that market about 
the segment and that then the, automatically we will see that requests are arising in the setting or, or improving on top of that. And then if we can focus on the two segment, that could give us the more bandwidth to work on and also easy to sell messaging, even talking with investors. It's like not confuse them with the, the SEO part or the Google part or the improving part, but it's more about capturing and analyzing and make a concrete case about why are we doing better than anyone in the market? Let's say why we have the our own embeddable recorder, our own capturing media, bulk media up, upload, bulk media analyzing, human transcription, which is still about capturing and analyzing, capturing and analyzing, just, uh, you know, give a, what's a word? It's like, keep keep hammering that, that, that two thing everywhere. And it's like not talking about how we can say, even though we love, about setting, that's what the embeddable media player we have. That was the first product we have, but just just trust our guts and take a hold on that for few, let's say years, let's say a couple of years, and then start tracking uh, building that product better than anyone else in the market. Those are my two two thoughts, on, uh, Nihal, from your point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, feeding off of that. And I know we had we had this chat during our um, quarterly meeting as well, right? About how do we take what we have, let's say, and make it the best that it can be, right? Wh whatever system that is, so whether that's our transcription, whether it's our analysis, how do we basically keep adding value um, to those products without maybe, you know, having to keep. Uh, building external things to, to kind of uh what's, what's the term i'm looking for? like cherry rig value onto it right uh because i think i've i've for instance like i'm, I'm gonna name drop here but it, you know there's like a company called Speakpipe, right uh and i'm not you guys have seen i'm sure you guys have seen it or maybe you haven't but they i think the last time I looked at like their organic search, like they, I think they get like a hundred to 150 K visitors a month. Um, and literally just for a audio recorder, right? An embeddable audio recorder, their pricing starts, well, their, their mid-level plan is $12 a month and their premium plans to $36 a month for a recorder, <laughs> all right? Uh, and I mean, great, great for them if it's, it's a business model that's working for them. But the fact that they basically just went after, you know, one, they just perfect, let's say they perfected their recorder software, right? But, and, but I, I don't, I don't agree in the sense of, because our strengths are different, our mm -hmm. expertise are different. Our, the problem we are trying to solve is not creating the one focused product. The problem we are trying to help people is like, not miss the information from your content and it's like helping them to also capture easily and analyze easily. So it's like, yes, let's say there are tons of product who just focus on, let's say the creation of the text note. What they do is like, just you will just search on the Google app store. There are like hundreds of apps who just do is like creation of the text note, but that is different versus what problem are you trying to solve? And it's like, then build the product, not, is like because we have the embeddable recorder xyz but no because we see the people having the capture problem we have the apis that's why people use to upload media and transcribe it mm. so it's like 
that's a i don't know that's a different angle to look at it's like because people have the one product we need to that's a different because we have this problem we build this product right no I, I agree i mean the the angle i was just going there was wasn't that we should change what we're doing necessarily with respect to building just one product i'm, I'm just saying the fact that um they can charge this much for one kind of one product right uh, you know kind right. of justifies the um or it helps us understand that okay if, if this is like a base layer uh you know some of our pricing does go because we, we're doing xyz on top of that right um but you know now when you talk about product or problems for instance i guess my question and th this is as someone that like you know came in pretty fairly recently i mean it's been like four months now but still fairly recently in the grand scheme of the, the product cycle um when was like was this a problem that was validated or was this a problem that you guys are kind of preempting right like because there are some products that are you know like forward facing but where maybe those issues don't exist right now but you can kind of predict them existing you know to, like in a really impactful way in like a year or two years from now right and i guess to me sometimes even just from a messaging perspective it's like how do you sell a problem let's say that people maybe don't even know that they have yet right um, and obviously we've seen it with specific use cases where I, I guess these are higher level, more in-depth use cases that the average user wouldn't care too much about. Um, but then once again, like how do we, to your point, like just build a product that does everything or does you know like a set number of things super well for these advanced users that are looking for what we provide? Um, yeah. Because sometimes I think with the, you know, we, we had this chat about use cases and problem validation and solving burning pains. Um, it's can we list these burning pains off the top of our head? And can we, you know, confidently talk about how speak solves those burning pains? And I think that's, that's kind of the point we're trying to work towards as well. Do you remember the origin of the embeddable recorder and how that came to be? I don't even, you know, I'm going to tell you it was probably not that much customer validation, um, you know, but this is the tough part, right? And, you know, I think um, throughout the process, having uh, you, the no man, and then Leon here as well, too, is like, there was definitely a lot of gut feelings that Vassal and I listened to early in this process. You know, like, I don't know exactly what was the trigger of like, we need to embed recorder. And I'm trying to think of what the problem was, was like, okay, cause you can hop on zoom, but um, that's not asynchronous capture of audio and video, right? Like that was the, that was, that was the challenge. And it was just like, so obvious to, 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 to me was like, I, I you know, it, this opportunity or this need to capture audio and video data is going to continue to rise, whether it's customer testimonials, blah, 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 blah. Like that's going to continue. And even when like Vatsal, we actually, Produce this, and then Vatsal, I remember, like, I think we talked about that before. Vatsal was mad, like, fucking, I shouldn't have swore, but like, embeddable recorder. I know, and then six months later, it was a lag. You know what I mean? And part of that was just us ranking for some of the terms to start to see the adoption. But I think we effectively started to see a new problem space emerge. And I'm thinking of like, what is the actual problem here? Is 
I'm a person. I need to capture audio and video data, whether it's recordings, whether it's student, uh, you know, student video submissions, whatever it is. I'm not a developer. I'm not a big business. I don't have a development team. I don't know how to code this myself. I don't uh, understand, you know, I tried to find a, a video recorder online and I tried to use it, but it's not branded. Um, you know, like there's, uh, there's so many problems that like when we actually dig down and look at what, okay, great, the solution is what we've built, but what are the problems that emerge that people to let? And most ideally it's that most often it's that they don't have the technical capacity to build it or a budget to hire people to do it. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, to Just add. to add a little, little uh, a story behind that too, is like the initial thing was started around for for the recording it was we built the first android and ios app because it was before pandemic so we were going to the events it's like even not from us it's more about from the customers too it's like they want to record and send to the speak so they can analyze transcribe so that was the use case okay that was the origin about the recorder okay pandemic came we scrapped the android ios the code base is still there we have the account we are just close to releasing the android and ios app for the recording. So you just sign in, there's a button called transcribe and it is going to send to the speak, transcribe, everything done. So that was the first version of the recording app. The second version was decided that we will give them an ability to search through the insights in your Android and iOS app. So basically the idea of mobile first uh, version of the speak, right? And that was the whole thing where started. Pandemic came and then it's like, we scrapped that idea again, it's like now, switch to this embeddable recorder idea so that you can you can uh, basically put on your uh, website and anywhere and, and fetch the recordings. But that started around, uh, around uh, December 2020. And because there were so many technical problems to not just to build, but build in such a way that worked. There are two different things. You can build MVPs, copying code, blah, blah, and just put it there. So the MVP versus building the product has two different things because we also want to connect with the, with the speak platform, the database, give them the nice experience about, about different things. So then we released the embeddable recorder and uh, that went to the page and, and, the, and the whole story, that's how it connects with the other part is like, then this, we see this other use cases why, oh, the, the clinics want to record from the documents like they want to transcribe X, Y, Z and uh, analyze what's going on. So the, the whole idea was started with this Android iOS app recording application and uh, yeah i hope that helps you to give the background about not just the recorder side but again back to the the whole speak idea how, the question was like does it validate it it's like obviously ty is coming from his own experience about building the products talking with the customer and he see the pattern arise again and again and 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 i was so deep into the building products again it's like have not that experience before the questions you need to ask, right? I know the questions I need to ask to build the product, but not to sell the product. That has never been my expertise. My expertise coming from build the product. So the questions we were missing is like, okay, what, what are the questions you need to ask to the customer? And uh, so th those are the learning lessons you learn throughout the process. But what we are confident about is building the product. So now it's more about uh, molding is not molding, but basically where do we more focus and what questions do we ask now? So, I mean, that's my, that's my background. It's like, that's how the whole process went through from 2018, uh, uh, August, 2018 or September. 
Yeah. And, and you know, one thing that we have not got wrong with speak here has been alignment with macro trends. You know what I mean? Like that, 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 that is not the system that we've built is not, uh, absolved or separated from the reality of what the world is or where it's headed. And, uh, you know, I think there's obviously al always reasons to it, you know, ways to improve the application and improve it, like, and, and the messaging and how you put it. But at a core level, even if we look at massive players like, you know, Microsoft and Amazon and Google, but then referee players, like, this need is not going away and just the amount of information that's being generated every day, much of that being multimedia, so much that we can't even handle it as people. So we need ways to sift through and find and process that information. It's just going to continue. You know what I mean? Not Everyone's not going to stop creating videos tomorrow. It's not going to be more, less podcast today. You, see that, Tyler, you probably said that about a condo who created the green screen yes. uh, in the building. <laughs> yeah. If you can just quick. Uh, so it's like the, the part is not going. They're just connecting your point. Is like that is not going anywhere. The creation is coming to your building like a gym is in a condo. So that that's pretty new and that's pretty exciting to see that the people are creating the green screen so that you can go and record uh, uh, and videos and audios, right? Basically, and also one part I, I it was interesting that's coming from the the Jain community. But they, what they did is like they started the, the TikTok competition. So it's like they are, they are encouraging youth to create more content. So that demand is, I don't know, it's like not going anywhere. It's like Facebook, I think, so put $1 billion to, to uh, engage more creators and give them the, uh, the rewards and stuff. So that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I'm, I know we're coming here up on time, but like, the problem that is is that is now emerging, and this is a, a massive problem, and one that I know probably Nihal connects with, though, is like you know, every year there's a, at the start of the year there's a wave, both personally and then in businesses, where it's like, you know what, this is the year I'm going to create more video this year, I'm going to create more audio this year, and you know what the problem is is everyone's thinking that exact same thing, so all of a sudden you get another explosion or another multiplication of the amount of video and audio and text data generated. And guess what? You just live in this ocean of noise, of information and content. And so, you know, the question then becomes as a person who's, who's doing that work or, or capturing that information is like, how do I even, you know, how do I even get this out? How do I, how do I even find what's actually compelling? How do I, you know, like there, there's so many challenges that are arising right now in this problem space. I do think, you know, even as we've had this conversation, we've gravitated from problem to problem or things that again are exciting and that we're, that we're passionate about. But I think every day we get closer, whether that's talking to customers and truly listening to their problems, talking to investors and saying, you know, oh, I see a bunch of other companies in this problem space. How are you different from them? Or, you know, we need more certainty on how this you know, one of your use cases is actually solving a day-to-day -day pain. And I think it comes back to what we talked about at the start of this call, which is let's talk to the people who signed up, you know, let's talk to the people who are using it, who are actually getting value out of the, the platform. What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? How can we lean into the people who become these speak power users and figure out, you know, what can we do to make this better? How can we make your life easier? And again, not fall in love with our solution, but fall in love with the problems that they have, right? So there's going to be continued to emerge. I love some of the questions that come, which is like, okay, now I've got the, now I've got the media in the system. Now what? But as we've talked about, and I know Vatsal, you're working really hard on this until we crush that capture part. Yes. 
it doesn't matter. We don't that's even. Make, the second part doesn't matter. Solid about, <laughs> yeah. but again, it's like how how far do we want to go, right? The request arise now is like okay, we want to capture the phone uh, recordings. So how far do we stretch our land? Is like should we just focus on three things in the capture and make it super solid? That is never been like in 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 any other product, and then come to the analysis, provide the better analysis, and improve that. And, and then go one by one so that you can see that the user is automatically setting up in that pipeline. So not to just provide everything in front, but see what they are looking for, help them and then provide more solutions and the tools to make it their flow easier and uh, save time or save money. Well, I'm maybe, well, I know we're time, but like the one part that we listened to, we're, we're referencing this story, maybe need to share it in the YouTube video, but just this, the, the wonderful woman from uh, Intercom, Karen Peacock, I believe her name was, um, but, you know, she got a marketing budget as an early VP, and, and what did she do? She gave her money to the engineering department to solve more problems through engineering and really double down on the onboarding experience, and so it's... Uh, you know, they looked at product-led growth and how can how can engineering or making your product better truly be the driver of the growth of a company? And, uh, you know, she said, like, it didn't matter how much money I would have poured into marketing if we had a product that wasn't creating value, that was immense. So, I, I you know, I take a lot of inspiration from that. You know, I know it's hard with a very small development team and then uh, Niho and I hacking away uh, with no code skills at <laughs> trying, trying, to, trying to do things. But, you know, I hope that we have the ability to expand. And I think, you know, it, it, we're making the right shifts, even if, um, you know, later in our life cycle as an early company um, to get there. And if anything, you know, that's what you talked about, you know, where, where the world was when we started Speak and how obvious some of the problems were and how we adapted in real time to still yes. make it. And not even that, have our, the most users, the, more revenue than ever. You know what I mean? Like if we can persevere through that, um, <laughs> then I think we can uh, continue to persevere and continue to grow. So uh, I think that's a thing we, we, we every day things that we are going one step backwards and it's like we are not going in the right direction. But at the end of the week, you see that you went back four step back, but five step ahead which is like one step forward. Exactly. So it's like at the end, you every day feels that in, even in, in personal life, you always feel that you are not learning or you are not doing enough. But when you, when you, when you do the analysis at month or a week, you see that you are always moving forward in the right direction. So yeah, just it's, it's more about working hard in the right direction and it's also at the same time smart working in mm -hmm. the different ways, so. Michal, anything? wise words for us to wrap this up uh that could be wrapped up in two minutes so no <laughs> oh no oh god oh, come on bring it to us come on give us a give us a... oh uh, no i mean i i, I just think it, it's just part of the learning on both ends right because i think like it's less me um like i think i'm trying to get to a point as well where it's less uh, kind of me trying to understand things and more trying to provide actionable feedback or actionable advice, right? Because I, I think uh, there's a lot of theory we can discuss, but then until we actually, uh, you know, like Tim likes to say, experiment and test out things, obviously within reason, um, I don't know if uh, 
yeah, I mean, it, it's all part of the growth growth of all of us as, I mean, as, as practitioners and as a business. Can yeah. we put the whole product index rental section? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, shh, so, investors are listening. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> so we, yeah. we don't uh, ask yeah. the, Oh, it's, it's interesting. Well, that's just an experiment. Uh, you know, it's like just, it took longer than we expected. But, uh, it's like, it, like Fortnite was an early access for six years. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, but it's interesting, you know, like, but like we have, for example, embeddableworkorder.com. You know what I mean? Some people would look at that and be like, that's a business right there. You know what I mean? Yep. Just just make that the website domain, make that the thing and just drive and drive and drive that home. And then there's, and it's like, wow, that seems wonderful. You know what I mean? Just a great idea. Uh, and you know, that's what we had some experience, uh, you know, recently this, you know, this week looking at the code of, you know, someone who had built some sort of recorder and how small that code base was. And yet it was a full business. What end to end business? I was so surprised first time. I mean, it's like, okay, I know that it doesn't depend what language you use, what that's why people people use what you ask me is like, what is your tech stack? Yes, it does matter when you want to scale, but when you want to kick off the mm -hmm. project, that doesn't matter. Do what you know the best and execute it. That's always my goal. And in, in early days, people people come to me and like, why do you use this language? It's like, why do you use why don't you use that language? But that doesn't matter what is working in the market, it is more about how we can execute in the first place, right? It's like, you're gonna use the best language in the world. It's like, that doesn't matter in, when you want to kick off the project. And, mm -hmm. and that was interesting product about the, this recording thing. And it's like, how they build the whole business using that very simple idea and, and making like, it's like three cents per minute. And it's like, I don't know, whatever that number of uh, the, the revenue and stuff. But if you see the product is like, full scale, secure, and it's like, obviously they do the best, but uh, it's very interesting to see how people just convert the whole product and build the business using the simple, it's like, the, I just mind going like. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're just doing one thing incredibly yeah. well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's one not incredibly well. In no, not, not incredibly, <laughs> but like the yeah, subjective, but like t two, two customers. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, customers <laughs> what they are using for, for yeah. their use cases. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it's, and, you know, and it's, it's also the model that you want to go and, uh, you know, can I know, but like that's a, a bootstrap team that is probably um, making enough money that's paying themselves every yeah. month. You know what yeah. I mean? But then yeah. you also have this contrast of like what we right. see, which is, okay, cool. It's such a weird, like in, uh, investors are, you know, especially interesting people, right? They want to see immense attraction in solving one problem, yet uh, light years ahead vision and thinking of the world changing <laughs> thing that you're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. so it's like this complete... It's like, I would like, I'm like, if we went, if we were, if, if, we, if we were not speak AI and we were embeddable recorder, you know what I mean? That was the company, mm -hmm. you know, be like, oh, that's boring. You know what I mean? That's, that seems like a pretty small problem. Right? You say and that then, and then you'll see the people that get like into these accelerators and fun. And it's I like, know, oh, it's yeah. like, how, how is that going to change the world? Please tell me. <laughs> and, and that's it. And, and frankly, yeah. you know, you also have to solve like, there's that, you know, diagram of what you want to do in yeah. your life. And this is my own suffering and my own pain that I've distilled on myself. And unfortunately you too, <laughs> uh, and everyone, it, it, it's just like, if it was just the embeddable recorder, I would be bored. 
You know what I mean? Like I, I, I understand that, that that business sort of repeatable process of only doing one thing. And I know how important that is. And I, I continually move forward that because when you get too diluted and focus and do too many things at once, it becomes a fun thing that's not that fun either. But, uh, you know, I want to see the opportunities where you can have that impact or where you can build the pipeline to do more things. And so, sorry. Yeah, about that you're too. definitely working with the, some boring uh, engineers, not, not to say in that sense, but it's like more about is like, they don't want to do something is like, just do that daily stuff with this record. That's pretty boring to be honest. Like nothing exciting. There are no new advancement uh, learnings. Could We're here to innovate. We're here to innovate. That's that, that's why people like us. That's why you know even when people come to us, they they look at what they are the problem they're solving today, but also the problems that we can help solve tomorrow. And that's an exciting thing to be a part of the transformation. And transformation is what creates true, immense, long-lasting value. We just need to figure out the better process to articulate that and make that happen. So we're on the path. There are so many questions on the table, but as like just for my personal interest, I also want to build with this. Uh, Google Alexa and uh, uh, Google, uh, Amazon Alexa and Google Home about just ask that when I use this word last or uh, let's say uh, how many times I talk about uh, word uh, Internet of Things or machine learning and AI and it will go to my account and figure out how many times and that will give me the top three notes on the Google Home or my phone showing that these are the three top notes you used mostly. So it's like, but then it's about, okay, this is your interest, but what problem are you solving? Are you giving them quick response? What is the problem? So that's, 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 that's the, that's the. I'm with you on that. Man. Uh, it's not about building the whole product. It's a brilliant idea, but it, it, I know how to build. It's more about how do you monetize that thing? So. We've, we've upset Nihal now. Okay, so look, 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 look what happened. I'm in the same boat, man. I, I want, there's some things I want to build and design that are, that I, like, I'm like, I need this. I need this and I want it now, but I don't know why. I have not validated it. You know, I know that I can't do it at this moment, but I look forward to the time that we we can have that opportunity to do it. Uh, Nihal, sorry for this end. We got too, too much fun at the end there. You know, you've got some interesting ideas as well, too, of what you would be able to like to do with the information once it's in the system. That's the part that's exciting. You, you figure out the system and then you stimulate the other parts on top. But all right, all right, let's close this down before we... Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you for anyone who tuned in, uh, watches this, listens to it, reads it. Uh, we're you know, honored, to, and honored to have anyone involved, to be honest. Uh, thank you for all your support. Any closing words from you two before we close this out? Uh, no, pretty good. Thank you for, yeah, uh, for uh, watching and listening. Yeah. And if you are interested, uh, just this is the small plug here, but if you are interested in building the, the super cool solid visualizations or oh, yeah. helping product grow, you you listen us in different podcasts about talking different ideas. If anyone touch you, uh, even though in the visualization stuff or the recording stuff, anything, uh, ping us, anyone on any social media platform, email us. Uh, and anyone will respond from the team. So I'm uh, very excited to looking forward to any of those leads and interested people because we don't right now need any position as a full stack developer or the whatever the engineer position. We need the characters. We need the people who are interested to solve this problem. So if you are interested, ping any of us. Love it, Batsol. Love it. Thank <laughs> you, sir. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>